Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You drive your teenager around a lot to their friend Jacob's house, their other friend Jake's house, to James's, to Jaden's, to Jalen's, to... Oh, uh, Mom, this is Jake's house, not Jacob's. Now with an Uber teen account, your teen can request a ride under your supervision. They'll ride with a highly rated driver, and with live trip tracking, you'll follow along the whole ride to their friends' houses that all sound the same. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Bye, Mom. The Around the NFL podcast is in a game of skill and valor. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined by a room filled with heroes. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What is up, boys? Hey, Dan. What is going on? Oh, uh, there's, there's a buzz in the air. Today. Matt Money Smith, I like it. A drop referencing what's in the air. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, skill and valor, a little tease to really the... The, the reason why we're so excited today uh, is it is the return of Win Wes's Toaster, everybody's favorite game of skill and valor. Wes once again putting his toaster on the line in a game of trivia, uh, and I, I've never seen him more confident. And that I think that's born out of you know absolutely mopping the floor with his last two contestants. Wes, is that accurate? Yeah, I'm pretty confident. I, I'm not really worried. I feel like you know Johnny Bench had a saying that, you can prepare all you want, and once the game starts, all that preparation comes to the forefront. For the last six months, all I've done is read football books. Mm. Mm. Wes has a 2001 Rams vibe to him. Just unstoppable road to the yeah. Super Bowl trophy. You are Ricky Prohl right before the game starts saying, a dynasty is going to be born tonight. <laughs> I mean, Wesleyan was still doing a post just minutes ago, barely paying attention to what's going I'll on throw, in the podcast. You, uh, you uh, said Johnny Bench, I'll raise you, Mike Tyson. Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Right. I don't have a plan. I just come out punching people in mouths. I like it. See, now I will throw this out there. And this will be the centerpiece of the show. We're going to do some news, but then we're going to get right into it. Uh, Mark, you confided to me, I believe, that you had a dream last night that maybe perhaps something, an upset was in the air. Yeah, it wasn't a dream. I was, you know, I had gotten about three hours of sleep the night before last night and was dozing off around seven something and just before and believe me i want west to win because unlike the boss i love this segment i want it to go on for a thousand days well now i know it doesn't matter i mean it, whoever wins they can just pass the toaster on to <laughs> whoever they choose make new things the game will never end it was a it felt like 
it had some tension to it when supposedly the game would end when West would lose, but now we know that's all. Greg scorned. He, lo- he lost the toaster at some point. But I, my, my vision just before falling. I never lost the toaster to West. That's for sure. That's because you I'm, ducked me. I'm Buster Douglas. I will bring you Mike together. Mike Tyson, 1-0. It's even if, forever. Even if it's like uh, Pacquiao and Mayweather, I might bring you both together to face off when you're both over the hill. <laughs> I will make it happen and make it something that's Greg valuable. is the Mayweather figure. Do we it. each get like $70 million out of it? Easy there. I, I can't probably give you that, but I will promise you it will be something people will listen to and view. And, and you will be able to watch this. This is uh, up on our website. Uh, the whole the whole matchup, Win West's Toaster, coming up later. So I know last time we put it up on the video – uh, people really got into it, and TD behind the glass, and Sully, and everybody are doing a great job uh, bringing some high-level content. So, well, that, what was your vision? Well, do we do we want to get into that, or does anyone else have a point to make? <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm fine. Oh, wait, I'm where did that come from? I'm kidding. I'm fine. As I was Mark's fading off to sleep, a lot I just felt a disturbance that today's show was going to be toaster-wise very memorable. Mm. I was feeling confident until now. I don't mess with Sesslerisms. I didn't sense it as an utter defeat for West. Just that maybe Wait. not two straight. Yeah, the, these cans. have never gone wrong. Tom Brady definitely a member <laughs> of the Browns or whatever. You're having a Sessler mark. Peyton Manning retired. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> the Sesslers are 100% don't mock the, accurate. Don't mock the Sesslers. I'll throw something out there that uh, they had a crepe uh, truck come to the office today and handed out free crepes and. Wes did not get them. Tells me he's a little nervous. You know, so the great ones sometimes they can't even eat. They're just ready. <laughs> Went to on an anti-crepe, you know, absolute rant. Then told everyone that we were saying crepe wrong. Well, it's crepe. Yeah, crepe. <laughs> really? You got to roll the R a little bit, and it's crepe. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. So that's what's ahead of us, and I'm excited. We're all excited. Greg, can't wait for it to be over. <laughs> uh, but here's the good news, Greg. Before we do that, I know you love talking about. Football, you're you know your football head. It's in your blood. So what if I just said I love the toaster? Now what if I just change that around? You guys would be disappointed with that. It would strike me as uh, <laughs> inauthentic and borderline phony. We all know where you stand on this. <laughs> uh, we'll check in now with TD behind the glass. He's scrambling right now. This is a guy. He's earning his money. He's back. His mother loves him. Oh, I love you. I always have. <laughs> and he's ready now to talk to us. I think. I don't know what's going on back there. What's, what's up, What's going buddy? on, guys? Yeah, back here with uh, Sean Sully, Brandon, and uh, Johnny Tricaster trying to get the show on the road. Johnny Tricaster. Yeah. It's like more Director. and more people. It's starting to feel like one of those uh, when they're doing like testing a product and it's the one-way mirror. Like there's like <laughs> 400 people behind the glass right now. I just feel bad for Johnny. When you're born Johnny Tricaster, not a lot of options of what you're going to do with your career. I mean, you basically <laughs> have to wind up being doing that guy. All right, TD, can we do some news? Yes, we can. We need a plan of attack. I have a plan. Attack. <laughs> Echoing Chris Wesling's uh, plan for Win West's Tosa today from the Avengers, Iron Man. Oh, wow. What a yeah. shocker. We're back to the superhero <laughs> reference. It's been a while since we went down the teenage boy route. We need a plan of attack. <laughs> I have a plan. Attack. Teenage boy route. <laughs> the guy who wrote that line made $4 million. Oh, geez. Um, all right. Let's start. Uh, in Carolina, in Charlotte, to be more specific. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin, who was a breakout rookie last year for the Panthers and is supposed to be a big-time part of this team this year, uh, dealing with some various hamstring injuries this offseason, which have really slowed him during the offseason program. Uh, And Ron Rivera kind of put him on blast. It was the first bit, I think, the first bit of fat shaming we've gotten 
this year uh, ahead of the regular season. Uh, this is what Riverboat had to say. It could be as simple as weight, referring to the hamstring woes. He did come in a little heavy, and he had to work himself into shape or diet or something. <laughs> That's dripping with, like, uh, pain. Uh, we're going to take a look at it and make sure it's not a chronic issue with him. He's too good a football player to have on the sideline. Wow, that is uh, definitely a, a wake-up call he's trying to send to his best wide receiver. And then the general manager, Dave Gettleman, the next day says that the whole issue was overblown and that it's the media's fault. I feel like he was talking directly to Greg Rosendahl on this one. Why? He says – We just did the post – I did it after. I did my post after he said it. This is what frustrates me sometimes. People want to create news. There's no news. His, That's what his quote is. There's his no coach news. went out of his way – to bring it up. This is a player like. who literally missed a season of college football. A season. I don't think he went out of his way. I think he, he was going on a long rambling thing. And, oh, it, and, and, you, and you wrote about it. Like, he even told the reporters, look, we're going back to his Florida State days to figure out why this is happening. I don't One think it has happened at Florida State. It was an issue. It was an issue I'm for him. I'm not saying it's a big deal at all, but on the same day that Rivera said that, some source with the Panthers decided to give the exact info of how overweight Kelvin Benjamin was. So I think the Panthers sent the message like Dan said. On Wednesday, so they can't. Well, they're, they're, they're too big a deal. all right. That's fair. They're playing good cop, bad cop. Here. The subtext is Carolina's organization crumbling from the inside. <laughs> Benjamin also injured too. You know, he he had one hamstring injury, then he got back on the field and he injured, I think, another hamstring. So it's you know, it's a bit of an issue. This well, when you're fat, that's what happens. <laughs> the body breaks down piece by piece. <laughs> that's true. You come into you do anything with that level of. You know, exertion and you're fat. You're going to tear some muscle. In his defense, they said he's worked very hard since he's been back. and what? Well, it's a bunch of white noise. Moving forward. You could, by the way, end every news segment by saying that if you want. But it is Probably true because at this point, like whatever was said by one person's undone by someone else in the organization. Control, alt, delete. It, it did <laughs> remind me, though, they need him to be – it has nothing to do with his weight or anything, but they need him to be a, a number one receiver. Like a veteran that gets better, not a guy who gets worse in a second. That's fair. The Houston Texans uh, back in March signed Kareem Jackson to a four-year deal to keep him in their secondary. And on Thursday, uh, Rap Sheet reported, initially reported by the Houston Chronicle, that Jonathan Joseph has been signed to a three-year, $22 million extension, uh, $11.5 million of that guaranteed. Jo- Joseph is 31 uh, he uh, will be in these. Will be in the mix. Him and uh, Kareem Jackson have actually started the last four years together in that secondary. So this actually gives them a little more uh, in terms of uh, just sticking together. I don't know how to talk anymore. Stability. Stability was the word I was looking for. Thank you so much. Uh, and they have a first round pick, Kevin Johnson, uh, cornerback that could work him into the mix how they see fit. Sounds like a nice move, right? Was a team that historically struggled to find cornerbacks forever. That was just the team the Texans could never find a cornerback. And now, as you mentioned, they've got three pretty good ones. I'd, I'd like to see the details. It wouldn't surprise me if Jonathan Joseph, if this was a pay, pay cut, that they gave him guaranteed money over the next two years and he took a little less money coming off a, a okay year. Finished 23rd out of 108 qualified corners. Oh, and football All right, maybe I should shut up. How, how many organizations have poured these kind of resources into cornerbacks? They've got three first-round picks as their first three corners. That's a great point. I like it with the front seven they have. I mean, you know, if you look at if, – if they get Clowney back and he's healthy and he's anything that we thought he would be, you've got Watt. Cushing finally seems like he's healthy. That will last for about five weeks maybe. But suddenly you've got – and it, what, Romeo Cornell's got a lot of parts to play with. And some of my favorite off-season teams are the guys 
that re-signed their best players who were free agents and retained their own talent, and Texans did it with both cornerbacks. And Joseph, it's a reminder that that was a nice free agent signing, Jonathan Joseph. Yeah. It was. Back yeah. in the day. The fact that you get another second contract from the team, that doesn't happen too often. Moving on, we move to Cincinnati where the Bengals, of course, have made the postseason the last four years. Not many teams can say that. I think just four. Uh, but they've also lost in the first game of the postseason each of those four years. This has led to some people uh, you know, criticizing Cincinnati and you know, saying maybe this is kind of like a little bungle situation on a, on a higher level. Offensive, Hugh, offensive coordinator Hugh Jackson, he doesn't like people talking like that. This is what he said to Cincy Inquirer. Last season cut me to the core. I promise you that. I think it's cut a lot of people at the core because we are tired. I am tired of being the brunt of jokes. I'm tired of our organization being the brunt of jokes. I don't want to be the lapping stock of anything, and neither do these players in there on the offense. Kind of like this little fire, Chris Wessling, from your former and possible future team. Do something about it. Win a playoff game for the first time in ah, 25 years. That's fair. I think if, you know, if Marvin Lewis shared that sense of urgency that Hugh Jackson has, they might have a playoff win by now. But we keep asking them, Mark's been on this every January, are we going to have competition for Andy Dalton? Nope, not at all. Well, Hugh Jackson's going to solve that by continuing to lobby for a head coaching job. <laughs> he's going to get one because that's all this is. He's trying. He is the vocal heart of this team. And, and every time you look for hope for the Bengals, it comes much more from Hugh Jackson and what he did with that offense, frankly, last year than it does Marvin Lewis or anyone else. He'll leave this team in the distance to go get another role. Although, in fairness, their offense got worse last year. Most well, I don't think A lot of injuries. Yeah, injury Andy Dalton had a worse year. And, again, injuries. But were what they're trying team. to do is not worse than what they were doing under under the previous guy. Absolutely. Love the running game. Think they could be a fun team to watch. If it wasn't for Dalton, they'd be a really right. fun team to watch. Wes, to your point, Hugh Jackson also said this. We get to the door, but we don't kick it in. If you ain't coming with the hammer, you shouldn't even come. He's, uh, Sums it up. He's stealing from Bum Phillips there. Bum Son of Phillips Bum. Famously said after the 1979 playoff loss to the Steelers when they come back to Houston and are welcomed by 75,000 people after a playoff loss. Mm. And he gives this big speech about we've knocked on the door. You know, we beat on the door this year. Next year we're going to kick that SOB in. And that's mm. what Hugh Jackson's alluding to. And that's not what showing the... off right now. This is his stretching exercise ahead of <laughs> uh, Calisthenics. The game. Yeah. Oilers never kicked that door in. No, they didn't. They fired Bum the next year after an 11 and 5 season. Maybe this is the year that happens to the whole Bengals. They don't. They go eight and eight, don't make it, and then finally make some changes. Marvin Lewis going to fire himself. <laughs> Speaking of the Bengals, uh, Terrell Pryor, who signed with the team earlier in the off season, uh, was released on Thursday. Which all that tells me is in a couple of weeks, or a couple of months, or perhaps a year. He'll get signed by someone else, and Greg will have someone write a post about it, and it'll do well. And then he'll do release. He'll get released, and we'll do a post on that, and that will do well. Said coach Terrell Pryor is not a wide receiver; he's a quarterback. Then two weeks later, team cuts Terrell Pryor. Now I'll translate you that for you from Dan. I don't care what the fans think. I don't want to give you information that you want to know. I only care about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Straight talk from the boss. Um, I quit. Uh, really, it really wasn't straight talk at all. No, uh, I wasn't listening really either. Um, <laughs> all right. Finally, the top 100 uh, rolls on the NFL Network. Top 100 players of 2015 countdown. 
40 through 31. Mark is really plugged in on this uh, above you, anyone else. You have become our top 100 guy. Yeah, you I took the say. torch from me, and I'm very proud Which of you. Which is funny because you loathe the top 100 process. Well, if they want to let – if they want their conduit, any reader, to learn about the top 100 through what I have to say about it, that's their mistake. <laughs> uh, some notable names in the top 100. Tony Romo at 34. T.Y. Hilton at 35, A.J. Green at 37, Jimmy Graham at 31, and perhaps most notable at number 32, Wes's boy. He owns a penthouse with a backyard with a view. Uh, it is Odell Beckham, the New York Giants wide receiver, who walks with a limp. Oh, this is crazy. He should be in the top five. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, seriously, if you can answer me how you beat Unstoppable, then I'll stop talking about Odell Beckham because – he was unstoppable, and that's pretty much what you want in a football player. Well, yeah, and I agree with Wes that he should be higher. I don't know about top five because that only because this dunderheaded exercise doesn't work that way. They'll they'll be behind the ball and put him there down the road. But well, maybe when he plays a little longer in his career, maybe he, plays sixteen. Games. Well, that's fine. But There's then silly things like that. I, I understand. I'm not saying top five, but I, my point on NFL now with Greg was that if you lined up 32 GMs and you pick one through 32 players. Is Odell Beckham higher than 32? I would oh, like to higher. think so. Yes. Way higher. Probably, but think of some of the players behind. I don't think it's crazy. Tony Romo's behind him. I mean, Tony Romo's pretty valuable. He's pretty uh, he's awesome. He's been awesome for a decade. Yeah, there's he, no he, one. He does it every year. Jimmy the, Graham is Well, I'd go like 28 quarterbacks. Jimmy Graham is then. great. It's not like he's around all these these uh chumps here. He's around great players. But my argument would be you get to all those good quarterbacks up top that Peter's out around Maybe fifteen, sixteen, and then of course Odell Beckham's on the on that list. But is would every GM take Beckham over AJ Green? I don't think yes. so. I really I would. Don't. I think every single Be- one would because Green has done it for a longer time, and you just know more about him. And he's an exceptional player. It just doesn't. The seem eye right. in the sky doesn't lie. There's nobody in the NFL like Odell Beckham. Okay. I don't think any. I don't think a single GM takes AJ Green over Odell Beckham. And I love AJ Green. But Beckham's no, like nothing we've ever seen. Would you go out on a date with Odell Beckham if he asked you? No, I have nothing in common with a 23-year-old kid, whatever. Just the age difference. Well, I mean, I don't really care. <laughs> I'd rather hang out with you. I'd rather hang out with you guys in, than some football. In player. fairness, West has a policy: he does not date twenty-three-year-old women either. And <laughs> no, it's true. I yeah. For the, you've given up on the the young women in general. Well, I don't. You know, I've given up on most of LA women in general. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else to say, Mark, from the top one hundred episode number six? I don't. Okay. Good. <laughs> uh, all right. That's what's happening. It's time to move forward to the next part of the show, the Great Toast Game. I should say, just to let you know that how the energy in here and some of the, sometimes that energy turns into uh, a little bit of fiery demeanors. When TD came in here <laughs> to you know put some microphone uh, wires behind us, he told Wes to take his hat off. And Wes gets angry at TD, shouts, It's about me! I didn't tell him to take his hat off. I told him that everyone who's wearing a hat should take a hat off. He said a face cap. He said, it's not called TD's toaster. It's Wes's toaster. Wes, I would you're fired you, up right now. I would right think now. you'd want me in my natural element. You know, I'm allowed to wear a hat in the newsroom. I think it's incredibly lame that I can't wear it on wow. camera. I think you want me in my element. This Wes is, does look a little, little tense. David Blatt. Weirdly, though, <laughs> it is. he doesn't look as tense. Mark, with his role as the scorer, uh, the timer, well, he, he looks even more tense. Well, I've Big been spot. informed. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's, let's. 
Let's get into this, guys. Okay. Let's okay. properly get into it. It's time. Here we go. The tension's in the air. The game of skill and valor. Chris Wessling, the great trivia master of not just NFL media, but I think the entire business, uh, coming off a wipeout victory of his opponents. He's back again. It's that time, folks, to play. Win Wes's Toaster. There it is, Mark. Now. Win Wes's Burt Toaster, judging by that graphic. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice work. Uh, just uh, quick going over what our roles are here. Mark, famously, you are the timekeeper. Well, apparently, but that's changing from There's, what I'm hearing. It is changing a little bit. It seems some of the production elements are going up a little bit, and we you might have to. You're almost sharing the role with a straight robot. <laughs> yeah, it's me <laughs> and something that's more technically correct than me. But I still need you. I need the human element. I need the eye contact. You serve an important role. And then You're like Bill Triplett, and the robot is instant replay, correcting all your mistakes. And then to my <laughs> – Sounds Mark, awful. Not happy. To my right, Greg Rosenthal, who was officially elevated uh, to the uh, – what What will we call you? <laughs> Scorekeeper? Scorekeeper? <laughs> I guess so. I'm keeping track of – The rules know, ombudsman? Right. <laughs> yeah, an overseer. Well, I'm also – Which seems like potentially a bad idea because he, he always goes out of his way to destroy the game. I don't know. I could kill it from within. I'm also known as the guy who won Wes's toaster. <laughs> all right. All right. I don't know if you That's remember ancient that history. <laughs> ancient history. All right. Let's get it. Let's get right to it. We have two great contestants, uh, listeners of the show that believe they could take down the master Chris Wessling. Let's get to the first contestant. Contestant number one. Hubba hubba. Meet Johnny. An English chap and fan of the New England Patriots. He usually listens to the podcast while driving to work and occasionally in the he shower. Drive? But not in a creepy way, he says. Hmm. <laughs> Johnny was the 2013 Rookie of the Year for the Yorkshire Rams, and he'll be moving in with his girlfriend with a fresh new toaster if he emerges victorious. Wow. Wow, he's already got the girl. Now he just needs the toaster. Johnny, is that the name? Yep. Hey, Johnny. Welcome. Well, welcome. Welcome to the Around the NFL podcast. Uh, great to have you here. And you're 16, did you say? Uh, no, 20. Oh, 20. I was going to say, moving into his, with his yeah. girlfriend at 16. <laughs> uh, now, now, I want to – Sully did a lot of good background work on this, said that you did very well in the screening process, uh, but you should know that that doesn't always translate when the bright lights are on. Well, you know, I hope the nerves don't get to me, but uh, I, I'm hoping I'll be fine. <laughs> All right, here I we want go. to know where the Yorkshire Rams play. Yeah, tell us more about the Yorkshire Rams. Um, we play at a rugby pitch. Okay. We, we, we play on it. So it's not the greatest field in the world, but. <laughs> and you're a kick. <laughs> you're you're a place kicker, in part. Uh, I'm a cornerback, and I also oh, kick. All right. The cornerback kicker, a rare hybrid, uh, positionally. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Great. So here we go, Johnny. Do you know the rules? I do, yes. I will go over them briefly if the listeners at home or viewers are not aware. We get 60 seconds, six questions. Uh, You can skip a question and come back to it, okay? And in the event of a tie, uh, the tie is broken by the clock. Who got their questions in the fastest? So there is some strategy involved as well. Did I cover it all, official rules ombudsman? I think that's good. We just got to get rid of Wes here. All right, Wes, it is time. To be gone, the champion always goes second. I have always wondered where West goes during these times of uncertainty. 
The Cave of Sadness. The Cave of Sadness. But uh, Wes has got an edge to him today, by the way. He does, and we've all noticed it. You may notice it yourself. Uh, Wes has been very moody, and it's driving us crazy. I mean, he he refused the crepes. If you take him out, he's going right through that screen and coming after you. It's about me line, which I loved. I hope we have that and we can get it as a drop. That was like a, a woman on her wedding day. One yes, it was, and this is the equivalent in Wes's adult life. That's true. This is Wes's wedding right here. All right, Johnny, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, Mark, and now in your role, you will let me know when to start, and we will get going. Let's go. DeMarco Murray was the 2014 NFL rushing champion. Who was second in rushing yards? Marshall Lynch. Who was Andy Dalton's backup during the 2014 season? Jason Campbell. Joe Namath finished his NFL career with what NFC team? Buccaneers. Uh, can you repeat that? Buccaneers. Tampa Bay. Name the first quarterback taken after the second pick in May's draft. Um, Garrett Grayson. Name the quarterbacks who started games for the Browns in 2014. All of them. Uh, name them. Uh, Johnny Manziel. Um, Brian Hoyer, uh, Connor Shaw. Ten seconds. The current Redskins, this current Redskins assistant was defensive coordinator of the Lions when they went 0-16 in 2008. Uh, pass. Time. All right. Time's up. Uh, Greg, I have three. Do you have three? That is correct. Nice job. Nice job. Very good job. Very nice job. Not easy question. Johnny, uh, we will now... Turn it over to Wes. Bring Wes back in. That's good. Well but done. We... Johnny, don't give away, you know, how you think you did or anything. You want to intimidate him, look at him in a wow. way. Wow. Wes, take a look at Johnny right now with our great Skype technology. Skype, connecting people. I don't know if that's their catchphrase. But, <laughs> uh, does that look like a man who thinks he did well or yes. did poorly? Yes, I think he got probably four and a half. I'll tell you what he got. You want to know? <laughs> No, because you're not going to tell me. No, I won't. All right, here we go. On the start of the eerie uh, Rocky Four synthesizer music, we will begin. Start. DeMarco Murray was the 2014 NFL rushing champion. Who was second in rushing yards? Le'Veon Bell. Who was Andy Dalton's backup during the 2014 season? Jason Campbell. Joe Namath finished his NFL career with what NFC team? Saint, uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Name the first quarterback taken after the second pick in May's draft. Can you say that again? Who was the first quarterback taken after Winston and Mariota in the draft? Uh, pass. Name the quarterbacks who started games for the Browns in 2014. Uh, Brian Hoyer, Johnny Manziel. And Connor Shaw. This current Redskins Ten assistant seconds. was defensive coordinator of the Lions when they went 0-16 in 2008. Uh, Joe Barry. You want to go back? Yes. Name the first quarterback taken Time. after the second. All right. I have five. Is that correct? That is right. All one, right. One note for the viewer. The robot got this wrong. I had the official time. They were off by a couple seconds. Oh, beautiful. Doesn't oh. surprise me. Beautiful. All right. The final sc- tally. Wes with five. Johnny with three. So Chris Wessling, and Wes is a little nervous there. I was not even paying attention. I don't know what happened to him. You did very well there. five right. Five out of six. And, Johnny, you did very well. Um, Let's see. Garrett Grayson was the second 
uh, first guy taken I was after the gonna first say the Saints dude, but I couldn't think of his Johnny. Name. That showed that you're a big time fan because yeah. you, you got that question right. Wes got it wrong, and that was a very difficult question. Uh, Nicely done, John. Le'Veon Bell finished second in rushing. Jason Campbell, who just uh, retired, was the backup to Andy Dalton. L.A. Rams were named as the last team. Garrett Grayson was that quarterback. Connor Shaw, Johnny Manziel, and Brian Hoyer. And Joe Barry, that was a good poll, Wes, uh, was the defensive coordinator of the Lions and also the current D coordinator of the Redskins. All right, Johnny, thank you very much for playing. You uh, did the Yorkshire Rams proud. Thanks, Johnny. Corner kicker hybrid. You are not a tomato can, Johnny. No, not at all. Our UK audience <laughs> is a bunch of tremendous folk. All right, Wes, you might not be feeling at the top of your game, but maybe as you get warmed up, you start blowing through these tomato cans. It's like a pitcher when you go to the mound without your best stuff. You just have to battle for a few innings. For those watching <laughs> us on, on video, I'm looking at the picture of Wes on his toaster, and, and that was uh, more – Young, naive Wes, really innocent. <laughs> uh, looks fresher now. He's got some gray speckles in his wow. goatee. It's like Fucking a president. It's been tough to carry the toaster. It is like a, the presidency where it does start to wear on you. But Wes has done a great job. And by the way, this toaster that that our combatants are fighting for, it has the ability to print really, you know, so many different logos. Thirty-two, in fact. And Wes keeps it in his drawer. Doesn't even use it. It's just something he keeps. Like Linus had his. His little uh, blanket and uh, Snoopy, you have this toaster. With it's like you a security that. toaster. Yeah. Pro Toast Elite. All right, let's get our next contestant today up on the line. Contestant number two. Christian, a Bucks fan, sports columnist, and an avid NFL Network watcher. A big Chris mm. Wesling fan, Christian believes the mailman has the leadership and charm to be a great cult leader. If Christian <laughs> wins the toaster, he plans to cherish the high-octane kitchen appliance before returning it to the podcast to create an epic new spinoff, Win Mark's Toaster. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I like the sound of this guy. Hey, how's it going? What's up, Christian? How are you, buddy? Just a little disappointed there's no Colleen Wolf, but I'm ready oh, to go. Oh, wow. <laughs> fans do. Colleen Wolf, she will be with us next week, perhaps. I don't know, by the way, if, if Win Mark's Toaster would work. Mark, I feel like you might crumble in terms of, like, your psyche. It would be too much to deal with. The I remember. Like apparently Dan and Greg remember when I shredded them in trivia when Wes was away. <laughs> Absolutely dissembled both of I you. I would not call it a great performance. but That's just Dan wanted to toast, toaster talking, Mark. I'll give it to That's you. right. <laughs> Is that a Curious George shirt? Yeah, it's Curious George, Planet of the Apes. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I like Christian. You I like his you lost me. Um, here we <laughs> go. So, Christian, do you know the rules of the game? You know the rules. Let's do it. All right, so let's do it, Wes. You'll be gone. Yeah. A lot of confidence. I That's like Christian I like oozing Christian. with confidence. I'm, I'm just a little nervous because just my three favorite football writers and Greg Rosenthal. Oh! oh. <laughs> this guy fits right in. Oozing <laughs> millennial confidence, Christian. By the way, a lot of pressure behind, behind the stage on the droid to get the clock right this time. Let's do it. Yeah, by the way, TD, if you are going to remove the human from the equation, the robot has to step up. Cats. We're ready this time, baby. Let's go. All right, okay, at the start of the synthesizer drone music, we will begin. Christian, here we go. Who was the late actor who Joe Montana spotted in the stands prior to the 49ers? This former Niners and Giants quarterback was the first QB to throw 30 touchdowns in consecutive seasons. Why two? This large fish became the first coach to get doused with Gatorade on the sidelines after a Super Bowl win. Bill Parcells. These two players shared MVP honors in 1997. Oh, uh, 1997? Pass. 
which one of these players did not win an MVP award in the 1980s? Marcus Allen, Joe Theismann, Lawrence Taylor, Walter Payton. Joe Theismann. This wide receiver accumulated 314 catches over the final three seasons of his career before retiring after the 94 season. Pass. Do you want to go back? Ten seconds. Uh, first one. These two players shared MVP honors in 1997. 97. Not LA. Favre and time. At a time. I got three. Correct. Three. Yeah, you got the first three right. Solid job. Solid. Did a good job. And you got some. You didn't get many current questions there. Uh, I'll be quiet. Wes is coming in. All right. That is true. Wow. So, again, let Wes take a look at Christian. Does this look like a guy that did well? <laughs> <laughs> He's not it. sure how he did. How many I mean, did he get, Dan? I'll, 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 I'll tell you exactly what he did. It said oh, to get, what's what's right? up, Christian? On the script that TD gave me, not to tell Greg about, I only get one. And well. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this Christian could be playing some mind games right now. All right, here we go. Did the how was the clock there, by the way? Uh, smoother. The right. droid performed well. That's well. good. Good job, Robit. All right, here we go at the start of the music. Who was the late actor Joe Montana spotted in the stands prior to the Niners? John game? Candy. This former Niners and Giants quarterback was the first QB to throw 30 touchdowns in consecutive seasons. Y.A. Tittle. This large fish became the first coach to get doused with Gatorade on the sidelines after a Super Bowl win. Bill the Tuna Parcells. These two players shared MVP honors in 1997. Barry Sanders and Brett Favre. Which one of these players did not win an MVP award in the 1980s? Marcus Allen, Joe Theismann, Lawrence Taylor, Walter Payton. Walter Payton? This wide receiver accumulated 314 catches over the final three seasons of his career before retiring after 94. Uh, Sterling Sharp. Okay, stop the clock. Got Walter Payton wrong, didn't I? No. Six out of six Wow. for Chris Wessling. Now, you should understand a little background. Christian nailed the first three in a row. Almost got the MVP answer, but it still wouldn't have mattered. Wes was perfection, Christian. I just can't live up to the legend. I don't know what can I say? You, you, got, you got Wes on a great day. That was one of the best performances I've ever seen. Christian, you know, you're the first guest we've ever had on. I think you might just become a regular member of the show later. Replace well, Mark. Replace something. the host, right? That was the deal. <laughs> Christian, I just wanted to say I enjoyed that. Thank you. I enjoyed that too. Uh, you can have my job when you pry it out of my cold, dead hands. <laughs> but another good – by the way, Sully behind the glass – doing a great work in the screening process. Really did. There are no tomato cans to be no. found so far. Uh, listen, I would have liked Christian to get another one there. Uh, he didn't quite pull it off to, to really put the pressure on. But still, two guys knock out three, but Wes on his game. Again, just like last week, 11 out of 12. Yeah, I think the strategy now from the back uh, group, who realizes what a sham this has been all along. Okay, let's not get tomato cans. Let's get like a one of those nicer tomato, you know, kind of like the local version of the tomato. Well, you got to get an they older get, one. Like they get three tomato. or four. You know what I mean? You like got to get a tomato like a can that was tomato can. You got to get a tomato can that wasn't born in 1985 because half these questions are about the 70s and 80s. So, right. come but on here. Know. But aren't they know. missing the newer questions? Yeah, exactly. You, you never know what you're going to right. get. He, he got a lot right. All right, let's get out of here. That's uh that's it. Wes, congratulations. You're feeling pretty good about yourself. You probably don't think you'll ever be beaten now. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say that. I do worry Wes's 
at the point in his career. He's no longer even enjoys uh, the championships. Uh, all he can do is. Whoa! Oh, what's what this? That? Wow! What's happening here? Oh my God! It's, <laughs> oh, it's Dave Damashek's music. That's Dave Damashek's music. <laughs> it's Damashek's music. <laughs> oh no! Wow! Sir, did you remember when in uh, in Dark Knight when uh, when uh, when Batman has his back broken and he's thrown in that hole and then he escapes and he's born anew? That's what Damashek is now. Get ready to meet your mate, Wesley. Do you want me to answer the question? No, I've never seen Dark Knight. <laughs> wow, Dave Damashek, and you know this came together very quickly. Wow, apparently wow. because I saw just this morning on Twitter. Uh, Sheck made that same Dark Knight analogy. Spoiler alert. Um, uh, but that means, and what's a little time machine? Dave knows his football. But, Absolutely. Yeah. But I think, Wes, you put it well on Twitter. Dave runs into an issue, at least the first time we played, which was what? His expansive mind has to explore every contour of every question, which means that the 60 seconds that we get, no. he uses on the first question given to him. Check has never opened his mouth without it staying open for at least <laughs> four or five minutes, so it's difficult. He's got a look in his eye. Look at this guy. Wesling, I'm taking you down, and then soon after, I'm going to come up there, and I'm going to take Greg Rosenthal and throw him off the top of the parking garage for his <laughs> mean-spirited words. <laughs> I'll, I will say this. The great choice of intro music, Dave, of Living Thank in America you. by James Brown. I will throw out there that uh, the last time someone used that intro music was Apollo Creed, and he was murdered in the ring, literally <laughs> murdered uh, by his opponent that same night. I am also Drago's reckoning. I'm making things right <laughs> 30 years later on behalf of Creed, the greatest of all pugilists. All right. Now, as the host <laughs> of the game show, I must first, out of respect to the champion, or as Dave says, the champion, you have to accept the challenge. Oh, yeah. I won't make you take on Dave. No, no, of course. I accept it. You will take all comers. Greg, yeah, note is. that in your uh, history books and mm. your record keeping. No, Boy, but. he sounds exactly like Steph Curry. Wait, Kyrie Irving's not playing? <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll finish off the series. Yeah, I guess we can go ahead and play this thing. <laughs> May as well. And I, I just so happened to write six more additional questions. So it's oh. a good thing I was prepared for this. You had a backup. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It all, it all you are together. the most prepared host I've seen in a while. <laughs> all right. So, Dave, just a quick refresher of the rules. You're going to get 60 seconds. Keep that in mind this time. You only have 60 seconds. Six questions. You can go back and skip and go back. Uh, but keep in mind that the tiebreaker is the clock. So if okay. you finish with the same number of answers as Wes, uh, but he does it quicker, you lose. All right. Wait, wait. I want... Here we go. Chris Wesley. No, I want to look at Wes the whole time. <laughs> I have to leave the room. Look Wes. at the giant nose. <laughs> Deal with this giant nose, Wesling. It's intimidating. Yes, right. it is. You better pray. Where I are don't you, sneeze. by the way? I don't even want to know. Don't Chris Wesley, be gone. Beat it. Wes is out of here. Yeah, you better beat it. Yeah, you better run. <laughs> yeah, you better run. Keep going, you. Out the door. I live on an island. <laughs> Okay. I like to drink beer on an island. <laughs> Damn I don't wear shoes some of the time. <laughs> I am trying to figure out where you are. I can't. I can't do it. Well, all it's we not need, your affair. All we need Please. to know is it, it's time, Dave. All right, we got to start the game. I'm ready. I'm With ready. All due respect. We got to go. All right, here we go. At the start of the eerie uh, '80s Stallone movie synthesizer music, we're going. It all ties together. 
Perfect. Name the Raiders tight end who was named to the 1970s All-Decade team. Dave Casper. This photo sharing app currently has an ad campaign that features Dick Butkus and Kristen Cavallari, a.k.a. Mrs. Jay Cutler. I don't want that sweaty. I don't. Next. This defender was a nine-time Pro Bowler who had his number retired by the Eagles in 2012. Nine-time Pro Bowler. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Bill Berge. Two teams have defeated the Patriots at Gillette Stadium in the playoffs in the Belichick Brady era. Name them. The Ravens and the in the Belichick era. Come on, Damashek. Come on. Ten seconds. Broncos. What was the, what is the home stadium of the Miami Dolphins? Pro player stadium? Who, who is the Packers' all-time leading receiver? Time. Don Hudson. All right. Uh, time, uh, official score, I have two. No, that's not right. Oh, excuse me. I have one. You have one. One. Ah, uh, wait. Was it Reggie White? Well, wait. Dave's, uh, Wes is coming back in. It was not. Though. One! Oh, wait. All right. Well, All right. he can know that, so. All right. All right, Wes, a chance to go three for three. Now take a good look at Dave and tell me if you think <laughs> that he killed it or once again struggled in, on the big stage. He's trying to throw me off. I'm not, I don't even care what he did. Ooh. Wow. Saucy. All right, let's start the timer. Name the Raiders tight end who was named to the 1970s All-Decade team. Dave Casper. This photo sharing app currently has an ad campaign that features Dick Buckus and Kristen Cavallari, <laughs> aka Mrs. Jay Cutler. Uh, what is it? Pinterest? <laughs> this defender was a nine-time Pro Bowler who had his number retired by the Eagles in 2012. Nine-time Pro. Uh, pass. Two teams have defeated the Patriots at Gillette Stadium in the playoffs in the Belichick era. Name them. The Jets and the Ravens. What is the home stadium of the Miami Dolphins? Sun Life Stadium. Who is the Packers' all-time leading receiver? Ten seconds. Antonio Freeman? Do you want to go back? Uh, yes. This defender was a nine-time Pro Bowler who had his number retired by the Eagles in 2012. Brian Dawkins? One, two, three... Four, is that correct? You got five correct. Five. Wow. Oh, yeah. Five out of six for Wes again. Dave got just one. <laughs> Did you get to the second question? Wait a second. Antonio Freeman is correct? No. no. All right, here are the Who's answers. The... Dave Casper was that tight end. You both got that right. Wes, I'm so proud of you about this one. Pinterest is the photo sharing app. All I could think of that was features, um, no dick buckets. Uh, no dick buckets. Um, no dick buckets. Uh, Brian That's Dawkins. That's a trivia question. That's ridiculous. Brian, Shame on all Brian Dawkins uh, is the that was a good pull. Defender, nine-time Pro Bowler. I was surprised they retired his number like before he retired. Two teams have defeat. Well, they did. When did he retire? They didn't. He just retired a couple of years ago. Yeah, 2012. They retired his number. Uh, he was right still out playing for the Broncos. The Ravens, well, doesn't matter. The Ravens and Jets <laughs> are the two teams. The Ravens, I can't believe I didn't get the Jets. The Ravens uh, beat the Pats twice. You have to know your host. And almost three times, by the way. I, 
helps well, to have I experience Bart- in the Win West's toaster. You have to know your host. He's yeah. going to ask Jets questions. That is. But I talked to Bart Scott about that game two <laughs> days ago. Uh, Sun Life <laughs> Stadium is the home stadium of the Dolphins, Wes. And finally, uh, neither of you got this one right because this is a tricky one. Donald Driver is the Packers' all-time mm. leading receiver in what? both both receptions and yards. And so not that go. close. At least receptions wasn't close. But yards, he's got Jordy it. Nelson will probably catch him, but not yet. All right, Dave, uh, again, you have been vanquished, but it was, uh, it was <laughs> nice to on, have man? you on. <laughs> Trying to kiss hands is goodbye. Oh, there we go, buddy. Love you. Like your beard. All right, that's it. Dave is out. Creepy. Again. The most entertaining defeated. tomato can we've ever had. But a tomato <laughs> also can, the tomatoist of the tomato cans. You know, we, we should have Dave somehow take on Dave where we ask him the same mm. questions like a month apart and see who wins. <laughs> that would be interesting. I don't know how, Seriously, how many questions did he get to? Uh, he got, he to got through them. all of them. He actually. got to them oh, all yeah. and got, only got one of them all right. Right, exactly. So, Wes, I will tally it up now. Out of 18 questions, you got 16 correct, which is right about at your average. You're like the bowler that averages 260 or so. So that is um, Guys on top very of this good. Game. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, tremendous even. Greg, your final thoughts. Well, I, I like the job that Sean did in TD. and uh, Everybody back there. Every, everyone did a good job. As toasters go, this was palatable. <laughs> All right, that's it. Wes, this thing, whatever it is, it's yours, baby, and it remains yours. Put it in the drawer. That's it for Thursday's edition of the Around the you NFL that, you podcast. You know that's not it. Podcast MVP. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe this game was different. No, no. How could it not be Wes? Just... Wes. He was on fire, man. This is Tom Brady. You got to go, Wes. You got it. That you. was kind of obligatory. It was LeBron-type focus with Tom Brady efficiency. Got to love it. Mm. How long did you come up with? Did it take uh, to come up with that? Two seconds on the spot. That was good. <laughs> All right, so Wes, you also win the MVP. That seems like an afterthought. No, that's more important than the toast. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're out of here. We'll be back next week. Sizzler heads on vacation, but we will continue to hold down the fort with two shows. This is Dan Hansis signing off for Quiet Storm, the victorious mailman, the boss, TD behind the glass, and all the other great folks. Till next week. It's about me. Don't you want me in my natural element? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I hope you're recording for is that. Is this when TD's t- This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. 
Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 